I would call you a pretty self-hating black man, to be honest. Because, for example, you make statements you like... You call me that? Yes, for sure. Oh, good. You call me that? Yes. What do you call me? A pretty self-hating black man. What the... Yeah, listen. And, and why? It's not to me be offensive. I no, think no, no, it's just be a, offensive. Okay, all right. But it's just and, that and you why? say things like, I'm black and I'm slow. Welcome to The Fallen State. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Don't forget that The Fallen State is on Patreon. So click the Patreon link in the description to support our work. I do appreciate it. And thank you for the feedback, the support of the store. Because of you, your support of what we're doing here, we get a lot done. So thank you very much. I have with me today, Fanatic. And Fanatic is a Twitch streamer and musical artist. Thank you for coming, Fanatic. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. So does Fanatic mean that you're crazy? Um, no. Uh, I, it, the name started, it was a nod to this guy named Combo Fiend. But long story short, it just, uh, it was a, I was really into combos. I, I used to be a f professional fighting game player. And I was really into combos. And so my name was really Combo Fanatic. Oh. Um, and uh, I just kind of shortened it down to Fanatic. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Are you a Christian? Yes. You're a Christian. Mm -hmm. And why do you think you are a Christian? Um, well, I guess I was raised very Christian. Um, but then I think beyond that, I developed a personal relationship with God, I would say. Um, I guess I, all throughout my life, I always knew who he was and saw examples of who he was. But I really, I feel like, obtained a really personal relationship with him. Uh, with God. When I started really reading the Bible, I'd say around 19-ish, yeah. uh, is when I really kind of rededicated, because you know, I think anyone raised Christian, you kind of step away for a bit. Uh, rededicated to God, I would say, and started reading the Bible and developing a personal relationship with Him. And, and from what, that is, point, what is a personal relationship with God? Well, I think when it comes to decision-making or your character and how you interact with other people and things like that, I feel like there's enough things within the Scriptures and the Bible itself um, that kind of dictate how you should be, how you should live. And I think the more you start praying and things like that, I believe God can personally talk to you. I think he has his hand and you start to see his providence over your life and over how you, um, just the direction you're going. You see him open up opportunities. Uh, you see his giftings and things like that. So I, it's just... Do you sin? Um, uh -huh. I don't... I'm not going to ever just say that I never sin. Um, I will say that I don't make sin a practice. Like, it's not something that I am actively engaged in on a regular basis. But I think maybe there might be weaknesses, and every now and then I might fall or something. But I don't think it's something I do every day. And so I think I should repent any time I do. So do you sin? I thought I answered the question. But <laughs> sure, I, I would say seldomly, but with repentance every time that I do. And so you do sin? Seldomly. Very rarely. But you do sin? Yeah, I thought that was an answer to the question, sure. Uh, and so how does God feel about you having this personal relationship with him and with the devil? Well, it's this. I think um, anytime you sin, I think it creates a barrier between you and God. And so I would say uh, with unrepentant sin, then there's going to be this like almost irrevocable barrier. Um, and while I do believe we're under grace, which means that God can forgive us if we repent from sin, um, you know, I... I so I would say sin is almost like a separation from God. So whenever right. I do something like that, it, it does. I see an immediate like disconnect in a way. Um, my conscience is bothered and uh, my faith is disturbed. And so uh, that's why it's, I would say, so pretty did rare. did you make up those reasons or did God say that? All those things you just said all those about are, your sinning. All of those things are based on Scripture. And so can you serve two gods? No, a man can't serve two but masters. how is it you can be a son of God and a son of Satan? How, oh, how I don't come think you, you can. Crossing the border and crossing back and crossing the border, coming back and coming back. I don't think you can, but I just believe there's a scripture that says if we say we have no sin. There's no scripture that says that. Oh, okay. Are you sure? All right, I'll find it. I don't. I don't have it on me right <laughs> it now. It says that if we say we have not sin. Sure, you're right. I believe you're right. Yeah, it doesn't say if we have no sin. We sure. all are born into sin, right? Absolutely. But you overcome it once you're born of the Father. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And so it's impossible to sin once you're born of the Father. 
if a man says he's born of the Father, he's sin, he's a liar, the truth not in him. Sure. According to the scriptures. Sure. So do you believe the scriptures? Absolutely. It says that he cannot sin if you're born of the Father. He cannot sin. I don't, I'm not familiar with that specific scripture, but I would totally agree with you that as a Christian we should live free from sin. Which so why is what don't I you do that? I think I tend to, to live free, free from sin. No, you just say you sin. I think that's a really reductive way of taking <laughs> what I was originally saying, which was that, sure, there have been occasions where I've sinned, like I, I might have fornicated or things like that, and I would say that to do that would be almost, like I said, a, a separation from God. I think that's, I, I would not be a person that's like actively fornicating and things so like that. So fornication actively, a sin? Sure. Where's that? What? Where's that? Oh my goodness, it's in Corinthians. I it th- says that fornication is a sin. Well, what it does is it, it, it lists a bunch of sins and it says from all of these things come fornication, backbiting, adultery, so on and so forth. And right. it lists all of these other things. But sure. it doesn't say fornication is a sin. It says from sin come those things. Sure. Okay. So sin uh, is not the fornication. Sin is the reason you're doing the fornication. What, 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 how do you define sin then? A man, a woman who play God. Anyone that has anger is playing God. Wait, what about the scripture that says be angry and sin not? Right. To see it, but don't hate it. Don't. So, wait, the scripture tells you to be angry and sin not right. because but it recognizes that anger, anger is that a natural emotion that we probably wouldn't be able to avoid. Do you have avoid. anger? Um, I think specific things can make me angry, sure. So do you have anger? I think on occasion, yeah. You do have anger? On occasion. On occasion, I mean, you do have it. It just comes out on occasion. Sure, I think it's an emotion, yeah. And did you know that anger... Any male that has anger is a female? <laughs> <laughs> you can't be serious. What does that mean? It's not normal for male to have anger. Okay, what do any you mean male, by anger then? You have to mean any something Any male different. that has anger is, has his mother's nature. Okay. Men you, are logical. Women are illogical. And so any male that has anger has the mindset and emotion of a woman. Okay, what do you mean by anger then? There has the to be a different have, meaning. Well, you have, you don't, what, how, what does that mean exactly? Anger, any anger, period. Okay. What does anger mean? Meaning that you, uh, uh, anyone that has anger is judgmental. Okay, but I'm asking you what it means and you're saying. It means that they're walking in darkness. So to, so anger just means walking in darkness? And, and if a male has it, he has his mother's nature. Mm-hmm. And if a woman has it, it's natural, unnatural for her to have it. But men are not naturally that way. Okay, you're struggling to, to define it, but that's fine. What well, I'm about, not struggling to define it. I well, said that anger is anyone is an, a person who's walking in darkness. A person who walk who is walking in darkness has anger. Yes. But what is anger? It's the nature of Satan. It's the nature. Okay, there we go. I appreciate that. So anger is the nature of Satan. Yeah, and it passed down to you from your mother. So. W- what would be the difference between anger and wrath? Wrath, uh, ang- uh, wrath comes from anger. Okay. And is that the only way that wrath comes? Yes. God has displayed wrath on plenty of times. You can correct people without being angry at them, mm-hmm. but totally disagree with them mm-hmm. because you see that are wrong, but you also see they can't help it. And you, so you don't judge them sure. and you still correct them. Okay. With perfect love. So God has displayed wrath. God has actually admitted that he has wrath. Right. And you're saying wrath comes from anger, and anger is walking but in God darkness. But God does not have the anger that you guys have that have anger. So he has a different kind of anger? His, he has no anger. His anger is not emotional. But you said wrath only comes from anger. But there's a right one that comes with perfect love, and there's a wrong one that comes with anger. So there's a righteous wrath to, that doesn't come from anger. Right. Okay, so Absolutely. then wrath doesn't exclusively come from anger. The, the, the evil kind does. Okay, so the evil the kind of The kind does. Okay. Well, let me ask you this because of time. Okay, we can move past it. Go ahead. You are you a liberal? No. Are you a liberal? No. Are you a conservative? I don't consider myself a conservative either. And so which, what are you? Well, oh man, I guess it gets a little bit more complicated than just those, that, that dichotomy. I would say I've always, um, I'm a conservative progressive. What does that mean? It means that um, I was raised with really socially conservative values, um, and I think those things probably have a really strong impact on like my outlook on life and my decision making. However, I recognize that economically there's plenty of reason for pr- progressive values in order to offset some of the damages caused by the best system in the world, which is capitalism. Really? What are socially conservative values? 
Um, well, I believe in um, I believe very much in traditional marriage. I believe um, in um, not having children out of wedlock. Uh, I definitely believe in um, like just strong family units and how absolutely important that is and integral yeah. and integral that is into rearing uh, life into community in general. Um, I, I guess those things are I would say pretty conservative values. Do you support LGBTQ stuff? Um, in various ways, sure. Is that wrong or right? Uh, well, how do you mean? To be a LBDDQ person. Is so, that wrong or right in that lifestyle? So I would say spiritually, I would say that that sort of lifestyle is probably not consistent with like biblical teaching. So I would say it's wrong in that regard. However, I would also recognize that I don't have... Um, I don't have the authority to judge and condemn other people for the way that they choose to live. And I recognize that other people are not going to be Christian. So I allow them to live. Well, not really my allowance. Um, I tolerate, or whatever word you would like to use, um, their lifestyles and allow them to live the way that they want to um, and respect their decisions while recognizing that they're not Christians, or at least I would imagine, I think, being um, like that, that sort of lifestyle um, and those sort of actions would be inconsistent with like biblical teaching. But you teaching. see it as being wrong. For myself, I absolutely would see it as wrong. Even though they are doing it, do you see it as being wrong for them too? For sure. I would say it's wrong, but oh, okay. it, but I would uh, but I also recognize that if they don't if they don't believe in God and don't submit to my submit to Christianity and the Bible as their authority, then they're probably going to live in an entirely different way. Which is that's up to them. I, I believe there's a truth, and I think the the Bible is an objective truth. But I recognize I don't have the ability to push that onto other people. You said that you're conservative, progressive, pro progressive, and what is progressive about you? Um, well, I very much believe in things like reparations. I think that's like a great idea for various problems. Um, I believe that we probably need expansion of various um, social safety nets and things like that in order to shore up some of the problems that happen um, from late-stage capitalism. When you um, say we, who are you, who are you talking about? People in general, like society. So all people should get reparations? I would say people for which it's appropriate. All people? I don't know. I don't think all people are required. Well, who are you referring to that need that should get reparations? Well, okay. So I think Native Americans need specific reparations of some kinds. They've Why? already gotten it. Why um, do they need it? Because of some of the previous damages that have been done to them. What What was done to them that would require that they need reparations? Oh man. Uh, unfortunately, I, I being honest, I don't. I'm not. I'm not strong enough on Native American history to be able to answer that like coherently. You know why? Because they don't need it. Okay. You All they're going to do is buy some more pot with it. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> I don't have, listen, I you don't have that answer. That's not my area of study. Iota, right? I, I believe it. That's I believe pot. there's probably that's, a portion of their culture. That's the pot we're smoking today. Well, I'm not smoking, but people smoke. Yeah, white Americans smoke it too nowadays. Yeah, they smoke Equal the rates. And so who But do for you, example, okay, reparations you, for, um, I would say people who were denied the civil, um, people who were denied uh, the GI Bill. I would say there should probably be reparations for that. I believe that the Japanese in the internment camps deserved reparations. Fortunately, they got them. Well, who deserve? You say you believe in reparations today, mm -hmm. and you believe it for the GI people? Sure, anyone surviving they, that was a, that was um that yeah was, they they fought for the country. Absolutely. Would you so, so you would agree that they should get reparations if they were denied it they, systemically? We somewhat take care of them now. I think we should do a better job at it, of course. For sure, but, but the GI Bill it. specifically, we created that with the intention for them. of helping people specifically who have Military been in war people, yeah. and that would come back and then not be able should to assimilate properly. Should get reparations? But in, hold on, just really quickly, with the civil rights thing, I'm sorry, when it came to the GI Bill, we systemically denied the GI Bill to well, black that people. That should be corrected. That should be corrected. Man, should Jesse, I knew we agreed about a lot of stuff, man. That's go not ahead. one thing. Okay, sure. <laughs> nah, but I think we're both Christians. I think you absolutely believe in, like, you know, the Bible as, like, the authority. I think you believe in living free from sin, as I do. Um, I, so I think we probably agree about a lot. I think you're probably conservative, maybe more so than I am. But the now Bible you're agreeing about reparations the for the GI Bill. What? The authority of, 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 I think it's the ultimate authority, and I think it, 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 encompasses, it encompasses all things, right? I think it, it, it's the authority on how we should live our lives. It's the authority on how, um, on how we should conduct ourselves, which I guess is a portion of living our lives. I think it provides, like, excellent structure as far as the way families should be um, Where did you get that from, that the Bible is the authority? Um, huh. 
I guess ah, it gets kind of convoluted. I believe God is like literally the, the, the creator of the universe. And I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Where did you get that from, that the Bible is the authority? Well, sure, I was, go, I was going through it. That's why I was saying it's kind of convoluted. I don't want to take up too much of your time here. But I would say that um, the scripture like plainly says that no man can come to the Father but by me. And then Jesus Christ himself said, if you love me, you'll, accept my, you'll keep my commandments and things like that. So then I would say that... Like, if you have to keep his commandments in order to reap the eternal reward, then clearly it's the authority on what would be right and what would be wrong. Where do you get it from that the Bible is the authority? I feel like I just explained that. No, you do you, 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 Some things aren't dictated, like, <laughs> verbatim, <laughs> right? So, like, the Bible doesn't say, I am the authority, but the Bible does say, I am the way, the truth, and the light, right? So I would say that Jesus Christ is the authority I know, when it comes to I hear a lot God. of Christians say the Bible is the authority, mm-hmm. but I don't know where they're getting that from, and they can tell, never tell me why they call the Bible the authority. There's nowhere in the Scripture that the Bible is the authority. What do you think the authority means? The Bible doesn't call What does it mean? Maybe I'm missing the understanding of it. Sure, I would say that it is... Um, I guess I don't have the definition offhand, but I would say the authority is probably like maybe the the rule, the rule, the guiding, the guiding power, the guiding, the guiding, the ruling power. I would I would imagine. What do you mean by that? So I would say that God is the ruling power. I think all of the universe, no, you all of the, the Bible. Laws. Sure, sure. Well, do you believe that the Bible is the word of God? No. Oh, okay. Maybe we don't agree about it. <laughs> Okay. The Bible is the word from God. The word of God is in our heart. Okay. The word made flesh. Okay. Do you believe that? Oh, I think we're, we're kind of saying similar things, but I, I guess it's maybe a word of semantics there. Oh. So I want to go back to this progressive side of you. Absolutely. So you say you are a, the other half of you is progressive. Sure. And what do you mean by that? So again, I believe in reparations for like the GI Bill. I also believe in reparations for like maybe some of the historic redlining and things like that. And then the subsequent reverse redlining. I think those things are important. I think we have to examine our education system and recognize how unfairly it's treating African Americans because of the way that it's designed. And I would say those things are pretty progressive, whereas a lot of people might maybe more appeal to this is the way things are. This is tradition. Let's keep it that way. Were you a liberal at one time? No, I've never been a liberal. You've never liberal. been a liberal? I, I used to be very, very conservative. But never liberal? Never liberal. Okay. Should black, the, blacks, the, uh, the blacks are begging for reparation. Should the blacks get reparation? Um, well, I would say like the black, black people who were like denied the GI Bill, yes, they should. The black people who were affected by redlining, should yes, they should. all people in the GI that... Uh, should not get the GIB or just the blacks? I'm so, what was that? Are you saying just the blacks should get GI, the GIB or all who? I would say all the people who were denied the GIB because there were extremely few given out. I think in some states there were less than 2% of the GI bills administered. But all people, people who were in the military should get it, never mind the color. Absolutely. Okay. The problem is that the vast majority of, so there were no systemic barriers preventing white people in the military well, the from getting it. But the blacks are begging for reparations. For specific things, and I would imagine. No, they just wanted, they think their ancestors left something. Oh, so should I don't, the blacks get reparations? It, if they can tie their situations to direct harms caused by federal guidelines or the government, then yes, I would say they should Otherwise, get reparations. Otherwise, they should not get it. If you don't have any direct harm, no, you shouldn't get reparations. Do you, uh, oh, let me ask you about your music. You make music, right? Yes, I do. What type of music? I make all kinds of music. Uh, I started out as a classical pianist. Um, I was given a gift from God uh, regarding just my musical ear. Um, I started playing the piano before I can literally remember. Uh, I was about three years old, and I now have, uh, oh man, I have a really phenomenal ear in the sense that um, I can hear a song for the very first time and play it, play it back, um, like completely, and sound like I've been playing it for years. And then uh, in church, uh, very often I can play the piano and they will have like a guest singer and the singer will bring some song that I've literally never heard and I can accompany the singer and make it seem like I've been playing the song my whole life nice. having never heard it. So um, you make music like you, yeah, you make a living doing music? Yes. That's your thing to sing? No, I don't sing. Oh, you I just play make the piano oh, and a few other instruments. Yeah. Nice. And so that's a natural gift from you, for you from God? For sure. I think it's oh, a God-given okay. gift. Do you believe in uh, internal racism? 
Oh, absolutely. Internalized racism. Absolutely. Because I read that in 2020, you put out a video mm-hmm. on internalized racism. Sure, it was a very painful hatred. experience. Yes. What is internalized racism? Well, for in my case, and I think it can vary from person to person, in my case, internalized racism kind of demonstrated itself in the sense that I had, I had all of these negative stereotypes, specifically about black people, that... Um, I realized it gave me this sort of mentality that I needed to to impress uh, white people. So then in, a cer- in certain circles, I would change my way of speaking. Um, I would carry myself in specific ways so as to distance myself from what I considered to be blackness. And I felt that I realized that my, my, my doing that was based on a lot of these misconceptions and negative stereotypes uh, of black people. And I, I think that realizing that was really painful for me because it, it made me realize there was a part of myself that I was disliking. And so when you be around white people, you act white? Uh, sure. I would maybe Is just that change my... By? Yeah, sure. I would change my diction, change my interests, and, you know, kind of chameleon-like uh, fit in with white people while doing everything to distance myself from blackness. And then when you're around black people, you act black? Sure. And, I think it's called what, code switching. What way will you become black? I think I changed my diction quite a bit. Um, I think my musical choices would be different. Um, I like all genres of music, except for like pretty much heavy metal. Um, but like, for example, I like country music. I wouldn't listen to country music around black people. I wouldn't like volunteer that I like country music back in the day. Um, just those kinds of things where it was just anything culturally black, I would, I would intentionally uh, just kind of distance myself from it. Really? And what made you do that? Um, I don't know. I was raised in a pretty white society, uh, the way I, where, I, where I grew up, and I felt like I had experienced a decent amount of racism. And I think part of my response to avoid conflict was to just try to distance myself from blackness. Oh, I see. And today, are you acting white or black right now? I'm acting like myself. But you sound white. I don't think I sound white. No, at you all. speak pretty white. I think I speak, you speak intelligently. All correctly and intelligent. Do you, do you and... not think black people can speak intelligently? No. Well, what am I? But I'm trying I'm to figure out now, are you being white with me or are you being black with oh, me? Oh, I speak like myself. So here's what but it you is. you sound white. Okay, I, I disagree with that. I think black people can speak rather intelligently. Where are they? Uh, right here in front of you. No, other than you. My family, all of them. Oh, they act white? I don't think they act white. I think <laughs> they speak intelligently. I'd say this. So my mother, um, very college-educated ed- woman, she really instilled very much. And her father, who wasn't college-educated, were really, really big on just speaking properly. And I think yeah. we grew up with this as like a, you know, part of just something that was necessary. We got chastised by other children for speaking white. Other black children. Other black children, for yeah. sure. And I think those sorts of things, it created some sort of distance. So in the sense that you start feeling like a, lo- a loss of a sense of belonging because certain people are chastising you for speaking differently than yeah. they do. Especially in kids and growing up like Yeah, that. for sure. And I think you start internalizing a bunch of those things and you start feeling like, man, maybe I'm not black enough or maybe I'm, and all of those kinds of things. And um, so I think I've, I've, overcome a lot of that. That's so do you identify thinking. more with white or black? I'm, I'm a black man and I identify with blackness. You do? You I just realized that girls? all of this is a black part of the do black Do you experience. date white girls? No, I do not. You don't, you don't date white girls? No, I date black girls exclusively. When you were white, did you date white girls? Um, I, I don't know, think I was ever white, but I would say when I was around white people, um, I, found, I found everyone attractive. I think probably the last three years when I kind of moved more black exclusive. And so do you, at one time, you dated white girls? Were sure. you more white? Sure, I've been with white women. You've dated white women? Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> Is it? I think, you know, they're women. What? They're women. They're just like anyone else. Do you date Mexican women? Oh, my gosh. Those were my favorite in high school. My Spanish used to be on point. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what is self-hatred? Um, I would think self-hatred is, again, oh my gosh, I think one of the easiest way of exemplifying it, there was this doll test that happened with these young children where they were doing, like I think from like four to six to seven years old, and they had them answering questions about attributes of dolls, white and black. And the kids are able to immediately, like when they ask them about negative attributes, they assign those to the black dolls. But the thing that was the most harmful about one of those things I saw was there was a black kid, she was, watch, she was doing the doll test, and she said... Um, that, like, so she was assigning all the negative attributes to the blackness, and then when they asked her, which doll more looks like you, 
she pointed to the black doll. So she was calling herself in that sense, like, you know, maybe indirectly mean and bad and misbehaved and all of these negative attributes. And I think that a lot of times black people can do that. I would call you a pretty self-hating black man, to be honest. Because, for example, you make statements you like... You call me that? Yes, for sure. Oh, good. You call me that? Yes. What do you call me? A pretty self-hating black man. What? Uh, yeah, listen. And, and why? It's not to me be offensive. No, I think no, no. It's just be a, offensive. Okay, all right. But it's just and, that and you why? say things like, I'm black and I'm slow, or I'm black and I'm dumb. And it's like you assign these negative attributes towards black people, which are just not universally applied. We could look at white people in Appalachia and see something that would that we could see some pretty dumb white people there, too. So when I, I think say dumbness I'm, is just a just a general thing that can apply to all humanity. When I say I'm black and slow, the black people think I'm talking about all blacks? I think when you say you're black and you're slow, you're, you're black and you're slow, we recognize that there are these stereotypes that already exist, and so then when you reaffirm that thing, your white audience views that thing and says to themselves, see, so black people are pretty slow. <laughs> they tend to apply those things so generally. So you see, I when I say. say I'm black and slow, People will assume white people assign and black that to people all. think I'm talking about all black people. Not, it's not, I, I recognize that you obviously have to know the difference between that, but I don't think everyone's thinking so deeply about it, and I would say that some of your constituency will assign those attributes across the board. And why do you think that? Because we already see that it happens on a regular basis. What do you mean by that? Well, for example, some of the times where you will mention things like criminality within black men, right, or criminality within whatever, and so you have these people that just automatically assume that black people in general are this way. Um, and so then it's hard for people to distinguish between individuals when they're thinking generally, and I would but say that's But how do why. you know that that's what white people think, though? Well, so there's a number of studies that have already suggested things, like uh, obviously when it comes to like hiring, there were studies that like demonstrated that even black and white people with the exact same resumes were when applying for a job, the black people were getting 50% less callbacks because black was because some of these people in these positions have negative stereotypes about black people which makes them feel like they shouldn't extend to them the opportunity of, of their direct employment. So do you think that if black people were to stop being that way, being all mean and loudmouth and dirty and hated the whites and being there's late. There's that black hatred. I mean, there's that self-hatred I was talking being about. Being late. Hmm. Was and, I on time today? And complaining. Do you think if white people acted differently, the people, the, rest, the normal people would see them differently? I think black people already act differently. So we already recognize that black women are literally the, some of the most um, educated demographic in the country right now by a percentage. We recognize already that, uh, again, criminality is not very common within black culture. It's disproportionately found in black culture. It's but very if we, common. It's disproportionately found in black it's culture. Disproportionately common. Disproportionately found in black culture. But do you think that the average black person as a criminal? Yeah. So you would say more than 50% of black people are criminals? Maybe a little bit more than that. Oh, my Lord. So, okay. But let me ask you this, I can uh, see that lack of information is where that self-hatred comes from. But let me come back to something. <laughs> um, if black people were to act civilized, I think we do. do you think the rest of the world would see them in that way? I think black people act civilized. No, you're not asking the question. If they stop robbing and stealing and the majority of black people don't rob and hating or cops steal. and or kill. and begging for affirmative action and reparation and free stuff mm. would the rest of the world see them as normal people if they act normal do you think do you think first off i'm just going to say the average black person doesn't steal. Criminality is still going to be the minority of African Americans. So if we take 100 African Americans, not 50% of them are going to be criminals, right? So if black so people then that were means the majority act, of them aren't criminals. If they were to act normal, would we see them differently? I don't, what do you mean by act normal? Stop being blaming and begging and robbing and killing. And, so and the majority want, of black people don't they, rob, kill, When they go into the schools... Beg. When they want to get into the white schools, mm -hmm. we have to lower the standards to let them in because they said the SAT school oh, is white. Jesse. The, uh, who, everything white. Who's the largest recipient of affirmative action? That's not what I asked you. Really quickly. No, I got you, but this is really, really related really to what you're saying. That, Hold on. I need an answer for that. I got first. you. Just listen to this really quickly. No, 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 no. no. Okay, if go ahead. If they acted differently, would we treat them differently? I don't believe we'll that. I don't believe that black people act the way you're saying. So I can't. I don't understand. So that your question doesn't really seem well founded. You don't know we have to lower the standard to let them into the white schools. It's crazy that you say that when the largest recipient of affirmative action is white women. Did you know that? Do you know that we have to lower the standard to let the blacks in? Are we lowering the standard to let white women into you're school? You're not answering the question. 
I don't, that's not the case. No, we don't lower it for the white women, just the black ones. I, I, listen, Jesse, I scored in the top 5% of my entire state. So I didn't, they didn't have but to lower any sort of thing. That, no, no, no. no I, uh, yeah, I guarantee you, you didn't earn it. I outscored all of my state on state testing. I was in the top 5 percentile. Right. So while you might say that's affirmative action. But that's action, not real, though. What's not real? Because behind the curtain, they lowered the standard. They, they saw there was a black student. Oh. So they lowered it. <laughs> I don't think you have an accurate understanding no, of how affirmative action works. At UCLA, they lowered the standards so low now you can't find your way out. Oh, so that Jesse, the blacks can get thing. in. Okay. I, listen, I'm sorry. You don't understand how affirmative action works. I don't know how to no, I don't I do understand it. how it works. You think that lower they lower the standard. Do you think so they lower the test scores or they lower the standard for when Everything at this point. So, they, so was, they just raise the test scores of black kids? No, they lower it for the blacks. They bring them. Okay. I mean, they lower it for the whites and bring it up for the blacks. Like so the they, test scores. So they can pretend that the blacks are earning it. The test scores? Yes. Oh, okay. If it wasn't for affirmative action, blacks would not be in white schools. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I don't know how else to engage with it. I, I think uh, I, I outscored, like, the vast majority of white kids. I, I outscored the vast majority of the state. But that's hard to believe because you're black, and I know that. That's that self-hatred. I know that blacks are not earning their way. Oh, see, that's that internalized racism. You Why is that internalized to, to well, face reality? No, it's not reality. face reality. Jesse. Who begged for affirmative action? So. Who begged for affirmative action? White women. They no. get it the most. They got it because they rob everybody. Use blacks to get what they want when they want dirty stuff. But who, what race is fighting for affirmative action? White women, because they get it the most. You're not being honest. I'm being completely honest. No, it's black people. Do you think that the... Where do you... Do you live in America? Of course. You don't act like it. Huh? You don't act like it. How do I act? Like you don't know what's going on. Oh, no. But I, I got to move on because okay. of time. Let's do um, <laughs> George Floyd, mm -hmm. you know that unemployed drug addict? Oh, wow. With sure. the criminal record? Sure. Were you surprised when the blacks blamed the cop rather than blaming the unemployed drug addict for his death? Were you surprised when the blacks did that? Do you believe... No, I don't see a problem with that. I'm answering your question first. Okay. Yeah, do, were you surprised no. when Wait, hold the on blacks really quickly. pretended that it was the cop's problem instead of... Uh, I mean, the cop's fault that George Floyd is dead... When George Floyd was an unemployed drug addict with a criminal record, so do you were think, you surprised at the blast reaction to that? Well, do you think that an unemployed drug addict, do you think that because he was unemployed and, and addicted to drugs, which I'm not even sure he was addicted to drugs, but whatever, but do you think because he was unemployed, and let's assume addicted to drugs, that that somehow in and of itself resulted in the compression on his neck that denied his brain oxygen? You didn't answer my question. I am answering it. No, I asked you a question. Though. I asked you, were you surprised at the reaction of the blacks when the unemployed drug addict with the criminal record. <laughs> Jeez, man, you really hate yourself in some ways, but was, it's true. So was, no, I'm was, not surprised. Were you surprised that the blacks blamed the cop and not the addict? I am not surprised that the cops, the, that the black people, or not just black people, obviously a jury of his peers found it who were not black. Obviously coroners were not black in this scenario. I'm not surprised that the vast majority of sane people were able to recognize that the suppression, of, uh, the, the suppression on his neck resulted in a lack of oxygen, which ultimately caused his death. Both an independent coroner and the other coroner both found this to be true. So no, I would not be surprised that people who were, had access to the actual information released by the coroner were able able to identify that this cop's action by putting his knee on his neck for that amount of time resulted in his death. So no, that's so not surprising saying, at all. You're saying, no, Jesse, I'm not surprised at the blacks blaming the cops rather than the unemployed drug addict with the record, with criminal record. I, I, if saying, that's what no, you took Jesse, from that. But let me ask you this. I'm Do asking, you blame no, the I coroner? Want be, I want to be clear. You're not I, know, I answer the question are very you, directly. Are you saying yes, no, Jess, I'm not surprised at the reaction of the blacks. I think I answered it with some, ex with some additional information. But I, you didn't, I didn't hear yes Okay, or no. I'm sorry. What, I'll say it one more time. Let me fully answer it. No, I'm not surprised. Oh, okay. to that, hold on. No, All I'm not right. surprised. All right. I, no, got I got you. No, I'm not no. surprised, especially considering the information from the coroner clearly demonstrated that the suppression on his neck was caused by the officer, which resulted in his death. Do you think that a person being unemployed and crack, crack and, and, I'm sorry, and addicted to drugs would somehow result in compression in their neck, denying their brain oxygen? I think that he gets what he deserves. He doesn't care about his own life.
just if he had cared about cared about his own life, he would not have been a drug addict and a criminal record. So do you believe because am I right about that? I I, I totally and agree. Ball, I yes, I do agree. I think that a person who values their life would probably not be addicted to drugs or have criminal records. Exactly. But would you say he wasn't on the neck? Would you? Okay. Did did the knee where where the knee was placed? Near the did neck, it, but not on the neck. Sure, where it was placed. Did it result in the like in the cessation of oxygen of required oxygen to his no. brain that resulted? So you disagree with the coroner? Yes. Oh, okay. So what did did you go to medical school? How you where'd you get this information? I went to common sense school. Oh, so common sense says that a coroner would just lie and make up that compression no, on the, the neck. No, the people around him lied and made it up. But the coroner himself said Let me do this it. because of time. Okay, got you. We're yeah, moving past that. I don't want to that. argue about that. You're right, day. you're right. Because time either. is going by really fast here. You're right. Um, you said, if I'm, it's been written here that you said you didn't want to pick up food because you would have to drive through wealthy neighborhoods. And you thought the cops were going to pull you over. You said if I could put on a white skin for 30 minutes mm -hmm. while I go make food run, make food run, I would do it and I wouldn't feel nervous anymore. Did you for say sure. that? For sure, for sure. Why would you say something like that? Well, um, I happen to live in a, a pretty a pretty nice neighborhood. Um, it's like super duper predominantly white. Um, it's you on, say you live in a neighborhood like sure, that? Sure, it's on the rich, rich side of town. And I think in the middle of all of the unrest, I would say the trauma caused by the um, George Floyd situation. You were traumatized by that? Absolutely. How old are you? I'm 37 now. And you were traumatized by George Floyd thing? For sure. What now? Do you not? Do, well, I, I know you're not a psychologist. <laughs> what so, the? Yeah, I get it. I know you probably what struggle the? with psychology. But sure, so I would say that why, and it wasn't just that one in and of itself. Are you itself. grown or are you a baby? I think I'm a pretty grown man. How are you going to be traumatized by something like that? Do you think grown men can't be traumatized? No. Oh, they can okay. if they're in a fallen state, but... Oh, you have to be in a fallen state. But go ahead, explain Yeah, why. basically, so what it was is I live in a pretty rich neighborhood, and, and ultimately I recognized that, like, if you... I saw the, the circumstances around not just George Floyd, but then the surrounding events as well, and all of the other people, Ahmaud Arbery and so on and so forth, and the lack of accountability for cops gave me pause to consider the fact that if I'm driving... At the time, I was driving a much worse car than I am now, and I felt somewhat uncomfortable with the idea that, man, me in this car, in this neighborhood... Will stick out like a black, like like a sore thumb, and I can imagine police officers wanting to give me specific attention, being a black man in this neighborhood in this car, and so that gave me a little bit of pause and made me feel somewhat a, 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 a tinge of trepidation. Ultimately, Whoa. I would go get the food, but it, I think I that sort of that sort of thing. I'm a very risk averse person, Amazing. And, I, and I would say so. That why don't you move nervous. out of your little rich white neighborhood? Why should I? But you're afraid of the whites. No, no, I'm not afraid of the whites. What is? I'm sorry. I, I don't know how you got that. You've from been what traumatized. I said. I, do you think that the trauma so would disappear if I was in a black neighborhood? So how do you around in your white neighborhood I drive in knowing that the cops may drive up behind you? What are you doing over here, boss? I've adjusted and I drive around with faith in God that I will be protected, and that's how I live my life. Oh, amazing. And you say you have gone exclusively black dating now. Absolutely. No more white dating? No. Why only black? Well... So I would say that I felt the need. I think it's important for me to make sure that I raise my children without this, um, this need for, um, I'm sorry, to, without experiencing internalized racism. That's my goal. I think it's an important thing because that was a really painful thing that I went through having experienced it. And so I feel <laughs> like the easiest person, that would, the, the easiest way to do that is to instill self-love from the very beginning. And I think a black woman would probably be more equipped in helping my child to, um, to, 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 uh, to inherit that black love and that self-love and oh, to distance themselves so from internalized racism. So you want your child to have black love? For sure. But black love is dark and evil. I don't even know how to engage with that one, Jesse. Do you think God's love is black? I, I don't think God's love has a color. But what, what is black love, man? Oh, black love is like the love of one, because we are black, like you and I. Um, <laughs> although you might forget it sometimes. I would say that. <laughs> the love of ourselves. I would say black love. But like black as a black don't man, have love, love yourself. I think that a lot of times, well, ooh, what do you mean by that? Black people don't. Have love. There's no Jesse. Do you have love? Not all, not all, but most. Okay. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to engage with that. I would say that black people have love, but I do think you're right that that we are lacking some forms of self love because of like the historic like uh, Jim Crow laws and some of the colorism and things like that that have been instilled within no, black that's culture. That's why y'all like love, man. The no. reason blacks don't have love is that they hate God. Oh, but I love God. No, 
How do I not love God? Because you can't love God and Satan too, man. I don't love Satan. Let me ask you this. Do you love white people? I love every people. Do you love white people? Sure, I love them too. Do you love white people? I love white people too, yes. Do you love white people? I just answered the question. Do you love white people? As much as I do everyone else, yes. So I love white do people. Do you love white people? I love black people, so yes, I love white people too. Do you love white people? Yes. Such a, it's such a simple, reductive question, but sure, I take from it what you want. But why do you just answer yes? Because it's really reductive. What do you mean? Because, well, for example, I love all people. But I didn't ask you about all people. I know you didn't, but if I don't answer it in that way, someone can take away from it. If I don't follow it up or provide more context, they can take no, that. Oh, you only love white people. No, they're right? taking away that you don't love white because you got to add everybody else into Ooh, it. Oh, I don't know how if that's not how language works. No, I ask you, do you love white people? Sure. I, sure, I love everybody. Do you love white people? Sure, I love it. So if the answer is sure, sure means yes. People? Sure, I love white people, but I love my dog too. Why do you do my voice so high like that, Jesse? Uh, Knock that off. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, do you support Black Lives Matter? No. The organization or the movement? The movement. Oh, I support the movement, but I think the movement is distinct from the organization. And, and what's the difference between the movement and the organization? Well, the organization is a specific select body that like, have their own ideology, which seems like it's rooted in some forms of Marxism and other things like that, which I completely distance myself from. I think capitalism is the absolute best economic system on the planet. However, I think the movement, I think most people in the movement who would use the slogan and things like that, considering how decentralized the movement is, are completely disconnected from the organization as a whole. And I support what the movement is focused on, which is to make sure that black lives are being valued in such that there would be justice for people who do wrong to black lives. But the organization is on some other nonsense that I have nothing to do with. But the so-called movement was started by a bunch of fat, black, radical, socialist, communist, lesbians, right? Okay. So, lesbians! Uh, sure, so but that might be the genetic fallacy. If they are anti-God, they don't believe in God, mm -hmm. how could the movement be right knowing that... The, the founders were wrong. Well, that could be the genetics fallacy. For example, in this case, maybe these individuals did that, right? But then again, if we start moving and doing something independent of that, then at that point, then I don't think it That's necessarily... That's amazing. Would you, what did you think about the blacks attacking the Asians people, knocking them out, robbing them on the streets, and the media blaming it on white people? Oh, well, I'm sorry. I thought that the FBI actually released information that detailed that the vast majority of hate crimes against Asian Americans were coming from white people. But you didn't see white people doing it. You did see black people doing it. Mm, so I saw what both. did you think when they were sure black people attacking the Asians? The guy who shot up that spa they, in Texas, but, but he was when white. when they mentioned it, they would say white people doing it. What did you think about that when you saw that? That didn't happen. The guy who shot up that they spa did. in Texas was white. One guy, right? There but was five all women. The, other hundreds of black people were knocking Asians out in the streets and robbing them, and they were blaming it on the whites. So when you looked at the video, you saw white people too? So Jesse, do blacks. you just ignore data? No, I'm asking you. When you saw it was black people doing it, but you heard white people doing it, did you see white instead of black? I heard people actually saying black people were doing it, and then the data finally actually revealed that white people were doing but when it. You and so saw we were incorrectly assigned guilt on that thing. When you saw white that it was black doing it. I didn't. In your mind, you thought you saw white. I don't think I really saw a lot of imagery. I didn't really follow the, like the imagery, but I think I just read a lot of like a, a lot of articles, and I read and I looked at the data. Do you believe uh, there is such a thing as white supremacy? Oh, for sure. Do you, you not? Do. And why do you believe that white people are superior to you? I don't believe white people are superior. But then, to why me. do you call them white supremacy if you don't believe they are superior to you? White supremacy is an ideology. It is a belief system, and so white people can hold the belief that they are superior to me. They can. They're but just white not. people don't believe that. But do you black, believe there are no white people that believe that they're superior? Maybe to black you can people? find one or two, but one it's the two. black people who see the white people superior to them. Why do the blacks see white people superior to them? I don't believe that that's what white supremacy You hear from their mouth all the time. With so the phrase white supremacy? Them. Yeah, from the blacks. No, that, that's Why a reference. Why do the blacks see white people superior to them? That's a reference to an ideology, not to a state of being. What does that mean? In, in the blacks' mind, do they you believe... Not, you don't know what ideology means? Yeah, but are you saying that in the blacks' mind, they believe whites are superior? No. But the, it's not real? No, the blacks believe that the whites believe, I know this is two layers, so it might be hard for But the whites don't ever say that about themselves. So there's no white nationalist organizations? You never hear, no, you never hear that You've never heard for anyone calling for an ethno-state, white people? Well, I, I mean, aren't you a nationalist? 
No, I don't consider myself a, a nationalist. You're not a nationalist? No. You, were, you I, born, I were you born here in America? Sure. And you don't put your country first? I put God first. Not America? Not America first. So no. you're not a, you, you don't believe in your country being first? Not before God, absolutely not. Amazing. You, so, wait, wait, you put your country before God? You don't want to add to God, but I I'm asking you. Do you put your country any do you put, other country? Okay. Oh, before first. other countries, sure. Yeah. First. So you're nationalist. I don't think that's what nationalist means. But I, I'm, you know what? I don't have the definition in it front means of me. So you putting might be your right. country before other. Countries. Okay, if that's the case, then yeah, I probably put my country before other. So you're nationalist. I don't. I don't. I have to read the word to be able to see that. But you believe in putting your country first before sure. other countries. I do believe in doing. So that. you're nationalist. Okay, if that's what you believe that a nationalist is, so then sure, it, I'll accept so that. So you're a black nationalist. I'm a nationalist who is back. black. Is that what you're trying to say? You're black nationalist. Do you understand the difference between a nationalist and a black nationalist and a nationalist who is black? Or do yeah, you not think that those three black, things are distinct? A, a nationalist is a black man who put his country first. A nationalist is a, a, man, a black man who put the country first or a country who put the black man, whatever, right? It's still, oh, yeah, so you don't know the difference. You're still a black nationalist. Okay, if that's what you believe. You don't believe you are? No, I don't. But you, you say you put your country first, right? But I hear you, but black nationalist has all sorts of different connotations. What is a man? Oof. Oh, man, it's such a complicated thing. I mean, really, ultimately, I would say that uh, a man is a person. Uh, I guess society has sorts of, uh, sorts of ideas about what a man is, and I would say a man is just a person who fulfills what like, society expects a man to be. A man is what society expects him to be? <sighs> man, it's so complicated, Jesse, because like, there's so many things. Like, I, I'll, I'll tell you what a male is. A male is no, a No, I want to know what a man. Well, uh, you know what? A man is a person <laughs> who follows the attributes that were typically carried out by, uh, by males. That's what a man is. That's what a man is. Amazing. I got to put you on the hot seat. Okay. So I got to heat this thing up, folks. I'm going to put you on the hot seat, and I need you to answer these questions as quickly as possible. Go, go with it. Okay. The hot seat. Will you celebrate White History Month with me? Absolutely not. Are you a feminist? No. Is Joe I'm an egalitarian. Biden? What? I'm an egalitarian. Is Joe Biden mentally fit to be president? I don't. I don't. I don't have any access to his assessments. Is sex love? Absolutely not. Is Destiny too old to play video games? Absolutely not. Is there one truth, or does each person have their own truth? There is an objective truth, but those two things, those two statements are not distinct. Were women created to lead or to follow? Follow. Uh, is CNN fake? I think pretty much all news is fake. Is CNN fake? Sure. True or false? Jesus is black. Mm, I would say Jesus is a person of color. I don't know that he's black. I don't know. Do you trust the World Health Organization? On a lot of things, no, especially not regarding some of their failures with the coronavirus. Would you ever marry an educated woman? Absolutely. Do women have love? Uh, uh, sure. What? Do women have love? Do women have love? Yeah. Where do they get it from? I would say they probably get it from God the Father. God is love. Amazing. Thank you, man, for taking the high seat on. Absolutely. Oh, one last one. Do you love the great white hope? Who's the great white hope? Donald Trump. Absolutely. I, I love all people, but I don't love him particularly. Do you love the great white hope? Not particularly. You don't love Donald Trump? Not particularly. And the last question, did you have fun? Absolutely. This is great. Thank you, man. I appreciate you coming. Tell the folks how to get your music, your website, or whatever you're doing. Sure. So you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Mr. Fanatic, M-R-F-A-N-A-T-I-Q. Um, you can find my music under the name Fanatic. Uh, that's where I have literally on every platform um, different genres. I'll be releasing the piano, like more piano tracks really soon, kind of making a foray into pop. And you can find my YouTube channel, Ask Fanatic, where um, I debate um, a bunch of people. Um, trans issues, political issues, um, social issues, all of that. And thank you all for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Don't forget to click on the link from Patreon there to support our work. I do appreciate that. And let me hear from you. Thank you very much, folks. And thank you again, man. For sure. I appreciate it.
Thanks for watching the Father State. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe. Support my nonprofit at rebuildingdemand.com and tell everybody and their mama about the show. I also saw you had some roundtable things with Destiny. Do you think you'd be able to uh, bring me around for one of those things? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm after today. What does that mean? No, I'm Yo, man, I love yeah, you. I'm Legitimately, yeah. I, you know, I wish you the best. That's, that's what I'm No, I'm messing with you. But yeah, absolutely.